Yo, what's good? This is J-Star, and yes, this is my new podcast, and we're calling it Sidebar. And that's really what it is, just random topics here and there. Primarily, of course, it's going to be like sneaks, music, and sports. But sometimes it could be some other things. So if you're listening to this, you probably know me from my YouTube days. I mean, I still have a little bit of content up there, but um, definitely not like it was back in the day. So I used to run a channel, and I, I guess I still do, uh, Star 25 on YouTube. And uh, I think my first video was 2008, 2009, right around there. And uh, it just was this, like this thing that happened right I, I i made this video about sneaks but the intent wasn't to like continue doing that <laughs> it just it just organically turned into like this thing and uh so i just kept doing that for some years and i was having fun with it and then uh, i had some some little kitties and decided that i had other things to take care of and i didn't have the time like the YouTube thing wasn't a priority to me anymore. So I, uh, you know, kind of hit the brakes or just kind of real sporadic with the stuff I was posting. And if you're into YouTube, you know that the name of the game is consistency. That's why that's why you see dudes buying a pair of sneaks every Saturday because they got to stay relevant. Like it's a, and you got to keep that churn, you right? And, and I wasn't in a space to do that anymore. So uh, I kind of stepped back and, uh, you know, just did little things that I like to do here and there. Um, but I still get like tons of questions. Like there are still literally times when I'm out and somebody will recognize me and be like, yo, like you're J star from YouTube. And I'm like, dang, like, (laughs) like, like how, how, how do you people know who I am? It's, I haven't done anything consistent in so long. Um, so it's, it's definitely been fun and there's definitely been some messages that have gone back and forth with people asking me to do something they're like man just kick us with a with a podcast and so i was like all right so funny thing is i'm i'm actually in prep for doing a podcast with a buddy of mine and uh me and him are gonna have a real cool podcast coming so as soon as we like iron it all out i'll definitely let you guys know but on the way to that I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, maybe I can start doing, you know, maybe one weekly or, you know, as people demand, um, just on my own and kicking, you know, kind of the, the, the chit chat that used to happen, um, you know, back in the day on YouTube, because I would post a video and man, the comments used to be so wild, but they were so entertaining. It was so much fun. And, uh, I, that, I guess that's the part of the whole thing that I miss, um, just that conversation so i posted this on my instagram and on my twitter to say yo i'm about to kick this podcast off and so i was like yo send some questions and the question that came in that i felt was was most interesting um was a question of like the 10 timeless sneakers so i suppose we could say that this first podcast is definitely going to be about sneaks so let's go ahead and get into it So Seven Figs on Twitter hit me with a, uh, a good question. The top 10 sneakers that remain timeless. So I thought about it. Like I was like, yo, you know what? I should probably write this down and like think it through. But I don't want to do that because 
back in the day I didn't do that it was just more of like a barbershop conversation like I like to treat it more off the top like let's go let's let's have a conversation and not like this scripted kind of rehearsed thing so um I'm actually I'm gonna open up my Mac and I'm gonna type these out just so I can see them so I don't say the same one twice um let me see if I can give 10 off the top of my head that I'd say probably timeless when I see them there's like this this kind of respect level and it almost doesn't matter the colorway um when I see these particular kicks because they just stand out to me that in that way where I'm like yo like those is classics right there so in no order uh, maybe we could put them in order at the end but let me let me just get them out there um I'd have to say the Chuck Taylor is up there I see a pair of Chucks um, the, to me, they're always just, especially if they're clean. I'm like, that's dope. I'm not talking about the ones that <laughs> I'm not talking about the ones that the dude had for like three years and he wore them every day for three years and they just wrecked. Like Chucks don't beat very well. Like they, 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 they beat okay. But after a little bit, man, you gotta like switch out the Chucks. You know what I'm saying? But still, that sneaker is definitely dope, particularly when females wear the white ones. That's really dope. Like, that's a dope kick right there. So I got to have the Chuck Taylor on the list. Um, The Air Jordan one, I think, I feel as though you almost can't be a sneakerhead if you don't have some kind of appreciation for the Air Jordan one. Even though I don't, for me personally, I don't think that's like the greatest Air Jordan, but it's the one. So, <laughs> so the one has to have, you know, that level of like, yo, it's the Air Jordan one. It's dope. They got it in like, I don't know, 800 colorways. So I'm not going to say every colorway of it is dope. But when I see an Air Jordan one, I'm like, all right, that's pretty chill. That's pretty chill. You got some Jordans. Dope. Um, Let's see. The Air Force one. So the Air Force one to me is a timeless, another timeless silhouette, uh, super, super dope sneaker. It probably has a <laughs> 800 colorways of its own. Um, but I feel like the one that people that I, when I see them, I mean, almost I put it this way with the air, with the Air Force one, there isn't really a colorway that I've seen on someone and been like, nah, that ain't, that ain't the look. Um, but most of the time when I see an, an Air Force One, it's like somebody's got on some nice denim and they got a white pair. And to me, that's just like an all-time go-to. Get get yourself an, a pair of Air Force Ones, white pair, throw them in the closet. You're going out with your lady, stepping out to the theater or something, grab them out. You can't go wrong. The Air Force One is definitely a timeless kick. Um, for me, so so... Every time I hear Air Force One, while I think it's dope and everything I said applies, my version of the Air Force One is the Adidas Superstar. That's the shoe that I have in my closet in white. And if me and my wife are stepping out doing something, I might grab those and put those on. Um, and that's just that that just goes all the way back to like the root, <laughs> the, the grassroots beginning um, for when I got into sneakers. So, and I can get into that. Maybe if, you know, if we have time, I'm trying to cap this off at maybe a half hour. So if we have time at the end, I'll try to get into a little bit of the, how it came to be that I got into sneakers and all of that stuff. Um, but 
the superstar is definitely definitely a all-time classic i can't get enough of that shoe it's just that is a, a nice go-to pair um then i say let's see sb dunk so the, the those to me all all of these that i just named are pretty much like you see a pair you're like yo that's cool and even even when i see a beat pair of dunks it's usually because the person that has them is a for real skateboarder right <laughs> like i ain't messing with a skateboard so i only have a couple pair so for me it's all about just styling and profiling when i put on an sb but when I see people when I enter beat, I'm like, yo, that's that's what they was intended for. Like you supposed to be out there doing the I don't even know. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend to know what skateboard lingo is because I don't. <laughs> but but I know they do a lot of kicking and flip flip kicks and all of this stuff and grind grinding on the thing. I don't know, man. Stuff is wild. But I go by the skate park and every now and then I stop to peep to see like, yo, what are they wearing out here? And every now and then I see some dunks out there. and I'm like, dope. I will say this though, for me when I talk about dunks, I'm talking low top dunks, not highs. I can't get down with the high top dunk. I just can't do it. They're too bulky. I just I don't like the look at all. Not the high top dunk. I see a high top dunk, I'm like, nah, son, that ain't the look. That ain't it. <laughs> but I see a fresh pair of lows, and I'm like, all right. And yeah, I get it. The tongue is a little thirsty, but it's supposed to be like that. So, SB dunks. They're up there. Um, the Reebok Classic. The Reebok Classic is another one. Nice silhouette. I see it in a zillion colors. I don't think I've ever seen a pair and been like, nah, that's not right. The Reebok Classic is just that. It's a classic. That's a dope kick. Um, I really like those. Let me see. Oh, man. Okay, the jar. Oh, Air Max 1. How could I forget the Air Max 1? Of all the sneakers I just named, the Air Max 1 might be the most comfortable. Like, <laughs> like, like I can still cop a pair of Air Max 1, put them on, and they and I feel that brand new shoe feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like I can get a pair of retro Jordans, and when I put them on, I know it's like, oh, this is just a retro. Like, the, you know, these ain't really, they don't really give me that feeling of like, oh, I got my new kicks on. What gives me that feeling with Jordan is the newest Jordan. I'm always excited about the newer stuff. When I put those on, that's when I'm like, I can't wait to put them on. But if I buy like a retro, let's be honest, I haven't bought a retro Jordan in a long time. But when I did, it got to the point where I was like, I'd buy them and the must would just sit. Because I was like, I wasn't even excited to put them on because of the comfort level. Air Max 1, don't have that problem. Dumb joints, still hot. To this day. And I love it that they still create new colorways of that shoe. That's just the hot one right there. So Air Max 1 for sure. Um, Air Jordan 3 has to be on my list. I don't know if it makes anyone else's all-time classic list. But to me, this is probably the absolute number one sneaker that looks good when it's been beat. Like... A beat pair of threes, there's just something about them. They just still look dope. It's like that, you know, just sitting out on the stoop, kind of chilling with your homies, and you somebody comes walking by and you see them, and they're like, they just got a beat pair. There's like a level of respect to that. Like, you just want to know the story behind <laughs> Just like, yo, man, I don't know you. I ain't never met you. 
Them threes is beat. They still look fresh, man. Come on, man. G- give me some info, man. Tell me, tell me something about your life, man, so I could at least put a story with the with the beatness, <laughs> the beatness of your sneaks. Because an Air Jordan three beat is really dope. The only time it's not dope, it's when it's your own pair and like the like the lace, like the eyelids on the laces at the very top of the shoe when that plastic piece and that stitch starts to give away. And it starts to get almost holy. Like, I'm not saying a holy pair of <laughs> threes is dope. Because that's not. Holy shoes is out. I'm just saying nice, you know, still able to wear them. But beat? Yo, the Air Jordan 3 is hot. And I'm talking particularly the OG colorways. Like, if you got, like, a white cement. Or you got, like, a fire red. Or you got, like, a, like the black cements. Even the true blues, like, them look good beat. Like, some of the colorways that Jordan 3 come out with, they don't look good beat. Like, some of the materials they use, you know, they kind of look not so good. Prime example, uh, the Black History Months. So, the, the material they use, you rock those for a little too long, they start to look a little ashy. Like, <laughs> like you need some lotion on them bad boys, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about some beat Jordans, Jordan 3s. I'm talking about the OG colorways. Looks so freaking fire. Timeless. Timeless. Sorry I took so long on that one. But dang, them joints right there, that's hot. Uh, the Puma Clydes, particularly Suede Clyde. That shoe right there. I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically like the B-Boy sneaker, right? Like the Adidas Superstars and the Pumas. Them right there are like, that takes me all the way back to when I first, first, first got into sneakers. Um, just, just the thought of like, yo mom, I would want a pair of those. So Pumas and Adidas was right there. Um, for me, obviously I went with Adidas. Um, and and I'll tell you about that hopefully here in a bit, if I get some time, but Pumas always look fresh, especially the suede joints with, with the logo on the side, real simple, but real slick. I mean, even when I see like the older generation, just you know, they're picking up a pair of sneaks or whatever. They get a pair, they toss them on, and you just kind of see them walking by. And I, and I see this, the suede joints. I'm like, dang, like, respect. Like, <laughs> like you, you know, it makes you want to just fold your arms, like, boom, hit them with the B-boy stance. Because that right there, that's hot. That's fire to me, always. That's a timeless one right there. Um, Let me see. How? Uh, let's see, I wrote down, I need one more, one more timeless, ooh, you know what, I'm gonna say the New Balance 576, that right there to me is a timeless kick, and I remember, this is a little bit of a well, that, that's, this is what the show is called, Sidebar. <laughs> so we, we're going to take a quick sidebar here. I had this friend when I was in the Air Force. And when I was coming up, it was like when I was a youngster, it was like, you know, the, the, the hip hop scene. So it was like Adidas, Pumas, Fila's was even kind of hot back then. It was that, that was kind of the scene. As I got older, the, the Nikes, the Jordans took over, right? Um, you had like the Jordans, the Agassiz, you had the Barclays, then Penny Kane, you had the Grant Hill Fila's and all of that. The Patrick Ewing joints was out. And I had this friend when I got into the Air Force, uh, he arrived like after me, like probably a year after I was at my first base, he arrived. 
but he arrived and he was wearing the New Balance joints. And I remember thinking like, man, like I've seen these, man, but you know, it's like I never never ran into anyone, never had anyone who actually rocked them on the regular because we was all, you know, really into like the basketball scene and what was going on with sneakers in that in those terms. And so um Ty had the five seven the, the five seven six new balance. And I could just remember like sitting there and we had like dorms so we were in these dorms and we would go to like there was one room in the middle it's like a day room you just everybody could go in there hang out watch tv whatever so we're in there chilling and i can remember we would like take the like the playstation hook it up in there and be playing like nba live like 2k wasn't a thing yet um so nba live was it we'd be in there playing nba live and i could just remember like like finding myself caught up in like looking at the design of those sneaks and like really like like man like and he had them in a couple colorways and that's what made it dope is because I started to like because I used to have the Jordans and you know whatever colorways came out back then it was much easier because it was only like four J's you know what I mean <laughs> like every couple months they drop one you it's easy to keep up today you can't do that I mean you can but I'd rather put my money somewhere else um, but anyways back then that that kind of like when I met him, it was like meeting someone who kind of matched the things I was doing in terms of sneakers with matching them up with different things and getting different colorways and stuff like that. And so the 576 to me, that's always going to remain timeless because it just always takes me back. Like every time I see that logo, the, the N, I think of my boy Ty. Um, and he was from Virginia. He used to always say like, Virginia's for lovers. We used to crack up, man. He was a really, really cool dude, man. Sometimes I wonder where he's at in the world. But anyway, man, that's a crazy sidebar because now it's got me reminiscing. But I think that's 10. Let me check it out. Okay, I wrote down the Jordan 1, Air Force 1. All right, those are my 10. Those are my 10, I think. I think those 10 are probably where I'm at when I think all time timeless when i see them the joints are still hot to this day uh some of them i'll put a, a small asterisk because it just depends on the colorway like i'm not a fan of jordan one having so many colorways because they don't always they just ain't always the look man sometimes they, they go a little too far with it um same with the jordan pretty much with any jordan once they start retroing them now they're, they're getting them a little out of hand so i don't know man i I had to chill on that. Um, but the traditional, old school, OG colorway Jordans for the one and the three, definitely there. Um, anybody who knows me knows that I, there are some other Jordans that I think would be on the timeless list. My personal favorite Air Jordan, in terms of silhouette, is the Air Jordan 4. But I didn't put it on the list, um, one, because it, it it would definitely be in, like, if we went to 15, it would be in there. Um but I feel like even though the three isn't my all-time favorite Air Jordan, to me it's just mega dope. Like this shoe is so dope. It was the first time we saw the Air Pocket, you know, on the Jordan. It was the first time we saw the Jumpman logo. I didn't know that was going to be the logo forever. Now, everybody knows what that logo is. Like the tongue was super dope on that one. It was definitely unique the way it stuck out. The elephant print was hot. The Nike Air to the back of the shoe was dope. Like, just the entire build of that shoe 
makes it an all-time classic, ultimate. That one to me is the the greatest Jordan of all time. But my favorite is the four. It's probably for me the four, the eight, then the three. Um, probably would be how it goes for me in terms of my favorites. But anyway, that's my little bit of uh, my answer to the question of the timeless kicks. So, yo, let me know what you guys think, man. You can hit me up on Twitter at MrJStar25. On Instagram, I believe I'm just uh, MrJStar. So hit me up either way. Just let me know what you think. We could definitely kick off some more convos like this. Um, but let me switch gears a little bit on you guys real quick. All right, so I got like 10 minutes here. And really, I want to try to get, since since I've been talking sneaks this entire time, I just want to give you guys a little bit of background of like how it all started way back when for me. Um, but in order to do that, I got to explain a little something, right? So I'm a little older and I, te- I find myself throwing unnecessary shade at sneakerheads, right? And this, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can assure you I do it in fun because it is funny to me. And the only reason it's funny to me is because when I do it, I either see myself in it or remember a time when, when that was me. So here's an example. I was on, on the gram and I posted this, um, this picture of me cutting grass, right? And I had these like, these limited uh, pair of Adidas are actually my grass cutting shoes now. Um, don't, don't ask me, but <laughs> somehow they've been downgraded to, to me cutting the grass in them. But I refuse to throw them away. I cut the grass in these joints. I did it today. Cut the grass today in them. Um, they're 35th anniversary edition superstars. They're all white and they're perforated. Like these joints, and they got on the side, it's like stitched in 35th anniversary. Like these things is hot. <laughs> they were hot. <laughs> they did not age well with grass cutting. But, <laughs> but in my Instagram post, I was like, yo, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I cut the, I cut the grass in these shoes, yada, yada, yada. Don't worry, sneakerheads. Like, did, I got these shoes came out before you you know before you guys were up on Adidas and that's just facts like we all remember well if if you've been in the sneaker game for a minute you remember going to sneaker events and not seeing another shoe outside of Nike or an Air Jordan in the joint like you guys remember that like I'm not the only one that went to different sneaker events and all you saw in there was just like yo it's a Jordan, it's a foam, it's a, you know, a, a, a dunk, it's a whatever, an Air Max, whatever. You ain't see like Adidas, you didn't see Puma, you didn't see Reebok, you didn't see none of that stuff. It was strictly a Nike club, right? Sneakerheads would be always out there caping for Nike, like dissing Adidas. And then the miraculous happened. <laughs> Kanye went to Adidas, and now, all of a sudden, oh, Adidas is hot. Now, the the wannabe purist sneakerhead will be like, oh, no, it was about the tech. Boost is awesome, yada, yada, yada. No, stop playing with us. Like, (laughs) we ain't dumb. Like, no, it was Kanye. It's the Kanye effect. Kanye brought you to Adidas. So in my Instagram post, I put at the bottom, like, Kanye brought you. 
Run DMC brought me. And and right there is making it clear that I once I mean obviously I was a kid when this happened. I was I was elementary school or whatever. I was a kid. And and the whole reseller sneaker thing wasn't a thing, right? Like I didn't even know the term sneakerhead existed until like 2000 something. But back then for me Run DMC was like it. Like I woke up in the morning and I was like, man, I wish I was I was DMC. Like I just I want to be DMC so bad when I was a kid, it was crazy, right? Like he was like, it was just dope. Seeing them walk across stage with the with the white with black stripes, like them joints was just amazing to me. And I, I was like, man, and that's what drew my attention to Adidas. Them, the fat boys and the beastie boys, them three, the way they used to rep Adidas. Had me like, wow, like, yo, this this was crazy. And this was pre-Michael Jordan going to the Bulls, right? So for me, starting out, it was definitely about hip-hop. And that is what brought me to Adidas, which I'm sure today Yeezy has that same effect on some people. Now, I know there's a lot of sneakerheads out there or, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know who, who calls each other sneakerheads or whatever, but or how you how you uh, uh, allow someone to call themselves that or if there's any kind of like gatekeeper or whatever. I don't know. But we know that there's people that are into Yeezys only because they can try to flip them, right? Like we get that. That's not what I'm talking about. Them dudes are them dudes. They're just out here for, for opportunity. Most sneakerheads get annoyed by them, but you need them. So you you deal with it because they buy up everything and you got to get them somehow. You got to get them for them. I'm talking about... The sneakerhead that buys their Yeezys and actually wears them. Like that that sneakerhead that is like, yo, I'm wearing these because yay, like they want to be yay. They loved what he does or whatever. So I'm so I'm jabbing at sneakerheads, right? I do that from time to time. Like it's just unnecessary shade, but it's just a reflection of like, that was me back in the day. Like <laughs> And so that happens. And so all that to say this, when I first got into sneakers. It was about hip-hop. And over the course of time, it became hip-hop, and then it became sports. When Michael Jordan came to the league, we couldn't afford Jordans. But I remember my mother, somehow, and I, this had to be by accident, I ended up with a, a black and red pair of Ralph Sampson Pumas. It was my first pair of Pumas. And I remember like they were high tops, and they had this little signature on them. And I was like, I thought them things was it. Like, that was just crazy to me that I had a pair. Because when the Jordans came out, nobody I knew had a pair of Jordans. We just saw the stuff on TV. Like, we were, nobody had them. Like, we we ain't have, you know, that kind of money rolling around the neighborhood for dudes to be rocking Jordans. That didn't happen until later. Um, but all that to say, like, the sneaks back then for me, it was hip-hop. Then it was sports. And ever since then, those two for me have always been like married. That's what it is for me. When it comes to sneaks, I always associate it with hip hop and sports. It's always been that way for me. Like I definitely love basketball shoes, the Jordans and all of the different ones, LeBron's, Kobe's, all of that stuff. But the reason earlier I was like, yo, I wear superstars are my version of the Air Force One. Even though, like, one of my all-time favorite rappers is Rakim. 
Rakim definitely reps the Air Force One. Like the Air Force One is his joint. But Run DMC, Beastie Boys, and the Fat Boys, that's my birth into hip hop. Like that's my, like I knew of the Sugar Hill Gang and I knew Grandmaster Flash and all of them. Like, like I grew up hearing that. But I feel like, like my first actual cassette tape, because back then we had the cassettes. My first cassette tape was the Beastie Boys. And that's because my big brother, he's four years older than me. He gave it to me. And I used to, License to Ill. And I freaking played that tape over and over and over. And then when he moved on to something else, then he gave me his Run DMC cassette. And I played that over and over and over. And we used to like, have a turntable at the house, not like anything you're supposed to scratch on, although he did it and busted the needle and my mom's would flip out on him. But we had the old record player. And my mom, we used to live on 10th Street. And you had to walk like probably like four blocks or five blocks down to Michigan Boulevard. And if you went to the boulevard, there was this record store there called Flamingos. And my mother used to get a little bit of money or whatever, you know, and she would send us to buy her a record. She'd be like, yo, you know, go down there and pick up whatever, Luther Vandross. And we'd be like, all right, cool. Like, we'd take her money and go down there. But one day, we were like, we're going to trick her. And we borrowed, like, someone's Fat Boys record. And we put it in the sleeve for Luther Vandross. And we went down. We got her Luther. We opened it, took the record out, put it in the Fat Boys sleeve, hit it. Took the Fat Boys, put it in the Luther, brought it home. We got home, we were like, all right, here it is. And then mom was like, yo, like, it's, it's already been open. We're like, I don't, you know, we were just playing it dumb. Like, we don't know. And when she pulled it out and saw the little, <laughs> the little rainbow, the, the blue background with the rainbow on it. She was like, what is this? <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, you know, we all had a good laugh at it or whatever. But like, she didn't like kill us or anything. She just, she thought it was funny. But it's stuff like that. Like, those are the memories I have. And it was, it's just always been like hip hop. But then it later became sports. And then later, when I finally got my first pair of J's, like, that changed things for me. Because then I felt like I could never look back. And I could get into that in the next, uh, the next episode that I do. But this is the first one. I want to thank everyone that has listened. I'm sure the numbers won't be great, but it's fun. It's always fun to know that one person out there peeped it out. So, if you peep it, man, hit me up Facebook, or I'm sorry, not Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter, or hit me up on Instagram. Post comments, ask questions, tell me what your topic is. I do know that some people are waiting on me to talk about my my uh tweet about the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, I, I can get into that too. Um, we could definitely talk hip-hop all day. Like I said, for me, these things go hand in hand. Sneaks, for me, is always connected with hip-hop and sports, so we could talk about whatever. But <laughs> the, 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 the whole thing with the Wu-Tang Clan was somebody said they were the greatest and were like, on, you know, grandstanding basically, like saying, yo, there ain't no group better than them. And I was like, yeah, no, I can name a couple groups that are better. And then that turned into like this thing. So <laughs> I can definitely get into that. Um, but just let me know. We could talk about whatever. Uh, this has been fun. It's a little different for me uh, with it not being a camera or anything. So, and of course, like it was before, 
I'm sure I will adjust and start learning little tricks and little things to do for the edits. Um, but for the first one, I feel like this one went all right. So thanks again, everyone. Tune in, lock it in, download it, tell your homies, somebody, anybody, everybody. <laughs> and uh, let me know what you guys think on that on, that, on them 10 sneaks I dropped. Because I'm sure I missed something that someone's going to mention. I'm going to be like, oh, snap. But I feel like for the 10 that I think of, I feel like I hit the nail on the head. So, anyway, that's all I got. Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you in the next one. This has been a sidebar. Peace.